Okay, Shabbos, Daf, Yud, Aleph. So, we are Yud, Aleph, Med, Aleph, three lines from the top. Amar Rava, and Rava said the following, Rava Bar Machasya, Rava Bar Machasya said, Amar Rav Chama Bar Guria, Amar Rav, Kol Ir, any city, Shegagli Seha, that its roofs, Gevoyin Mi Besakneses, that the rooftops are higher than the Besakneses, meaning the houses are much taller than the shul in town, La Soif, at the end, Chareva, this town will be destroyed. Shenemar, the Pusik says, the Roimim es Beis Elekeinu, Lahamed es Chavoisav. So you see that when we're Roimim es Beis Elekeinu, when we exalt the house of of Akavish Baruch which is our shuls, Lahamed, and it stands, it withstands the Chavoisav, the destruction. So you see, when we build the beautiful shuls, and they're the highest building in town, it saves from destruction. How do you mean the bottom? That's only talking about houses. Abel Bikish Kushe, Kaskasim is really like a fortress. Va'ab Barvare, and other towers that are built for Lenoi, for nice, but it's not it's not there as a house. Less than there's no problem. Meaning our house should be, our houses should not be bigger than the house of the Basak Nessus. If everyone puts themselves on mute, it would be uh, helpful. How do you put on mute? I'll mute you. Here we go, I'll mute you. Okay. Good. Next. I put in place and I made sure that in it would not be destroyed. How? By making sure that nobody built their house bigger than the shul. Freight the Gemara of HaKharva. Indeed, it was destroyed. So the Gemara says, At least we know it wasn't destroyed from the Avoin, from the sin of building your house higher than the house, uh, uh, the, higher than the basic Nessus, higher than the shul. And in Halacha, it's actually brought down in Hilcha's basic Nessus that the shuls should be the highest building in town. Now, the truth is, most communities don't have that option. Some of the Hasidic communities you'll see, let's say you go to uh, Kiryas Yoel, so they have the, the tallest building in, in town is the base Medrash, so that's the way to do it. But uh, in most cities that we live in, it's difficult for one to make sure their house is not higher than the shul. There's uh, hilly areas and, and you know different, different uh, reasons why it's not so practical. But it's something to keep in mind that the shul is supposed to be the nicest house in town. Next, meaning if you have a choice of who to work for, so it's better to work for a yeshmal, instead of working underneath a anachri, Rashi says it's talking about someone from Edom, the Romans, they were bigger Rishon than the Yishmaelim, so it's better to work tachas yishmal, tachas nachri. Tachas nachri, you're better off working underneath a uh, a nachri, but not tachas chabar. Chabar were either people that that from, from Persia or they lived in close proximity to the Parsiim, so you're better off with that. But tachas chabar tachas tamar chacham. You're better off by a chabar instead of working underneath a tamar chacham. Now, if you look at the next piece of the Gemara, you'll understand why. Tachas tamar chacham tachas yosaim va'amana. You're better off working for a Tamachacham than a Yasem Va'amana. And clearly the reason is, when a person works for a Yasem and Amana, every single email, every single message that you give to them, that you send them, has to be done with such sensitivity because of the special mitzvah we have, uh, you know, the Alma and the Yasem, that a person should not afflict them. 
The same thing applies to the Tamachacham. There's so much respect that one should give to the Tamachacham. So by working with them or for them, you're, you're setting yourself up for disaster long term. So therefore, it's better to work for a Chabar or even a Yishmal than to work for a Tamachacham. Okay? Any sickness is better, but not internal stomach aches. That's that's the worst. Kolkeev, all aches are bad, but heartache is the worst. Kolmechosh, anything that's bothering a person, the headache is the worst thing. That really uh, takes a person away from functioning in life. Kolra, all evil is better, not a ishara. Ishara is the worst if someone uh, has, has, has a terrible life. So that is the worst thing in life. So the Me'iri says that very often uh, a person will get married for the wrong reasons. He talks about yichos or other things, but there are other, other inyanim, looks, wealth, and if a person does not have good midos, so, so a husband or a wife ends up living their life in misery, ishara is when a person gets married for the wrong reasons. Next. If all the seas were like Dioya ink, the agamim, and the agam is a swamp, or komusim, so the growths in these agamim were like a komos, which is a pen. So this sounds like Nishmas already. And all the Vashemayim uh, Ureas, and heaven was a Urea. A Urea is a uh, the parchment. So, oh, I'm just muting everyone. Here we go. If, if so you have the ink and you have the pens and you have all the parchment, and every single human being is a lav lauren or scribes, still, wouldn't be able to write. What's going on in the depths of Rishus? Rishus means the machas, the king. There's so much going on in the, uh, in the inner king's chambers. He has to make sure everyone has food to eat. He has to make sure that the countries are not attacking them. There's so much going on. He wouldn't be able to write what's in the halal shavashas. So the truth is today, even a Rav, today to, I, I'm just, I'm working with Rabbi Greenberg as we, uh, you know, in, in the current times, what goes on <laughs> inside when you're running a community, unbelievable. So you can't even uh, describe or write what's going on when you're dealing with leadership. Micro, what do you see this in the Pasuk? Amrav Mesharshia, Shemayim Lorum, Ve'eretz Lo'emek, Ve'leiv Malachim. When it comes to Leiv Malachim, Ein Cheker. It's like Ein Cheker, you can't count, you can't cheshben out what is going on internally in the hearts of the kings. Next. So the same Tanam, same Amaram. Yofet Tanis Lachaloim, a Tanis, a fast, is good Lachaloim for a bad dream. We know people do a Tanis Chaloim. So it's good, ke'esh lana iris, like fire to flax, meaning it will burn it instantaneously. So that's what a, a, a fasting does for a chaloim. Amrav chista uboi bayom, and that very day, don't wait, do it that day. Amrav yosef afilu b'shabbos. Even on Shabbos, a person would do a tanis chaloim. There's a discussion in the Paiskim, the Rishonim already. Does a person have to fast again during the week if he fasted on Shabbos? Because he was mavatel oinik Shabbos. Ayin sham. Rabbi Yeshua braid Rabbi Idi iklul be Ravashi. He went to the house of Ravashi. Avdle igla tulsa. They were making this igla tulsa, which we see is the. Uh, a third calf that was born to its mother. We see throughout Shas, the Marim Sachin, the Vavasra, tells the Igla Tlasa was this, uh, the, the prime meat. So Amrulay, they told uh, they told him, Litay Marmidi, you know, maybe you should, you should eat something. They told Rabbi Shua, eat something. So Amrulay, Rabbi Shua said, no, Tanis Yasivna, I'm sitting in a fast day. I can't, I'm sorry, I'm fasting. Amrulay, they told him, Vilay Sarvalay Ma, Lahad Rabbi Yehuda, 
don't you hold like Rabbi Yehuda, Dam Rabbi Yehuda, Loive Adam Tanisa, you could borrow a fast, meaning you'll fast, you'll pay back later on, Uparea. You'll pay back your fast, meaning right now there's, there's get, the, get the S in here, so eat a little bit, and you'll fast, you know, tomorrow, don't worry about it. So Amalahu, you're right, but Tanis Chaloimu, the reason why I'm fasting is Tanis Chaloim, we just said that tanis is so good for a chaloim, like like fire to the flax. You're right, I really could fast next week instead. However, it is so important to fast this very day. Even we would do it on Shabbos, I'm not uh, pushing it off for some igla tilsa. Next, so the Mishnah says, that the Mishchilu, a person, we, the Mishnah was discussing all the things that you cannot do prior to davening Mincha. The Mishnah said the Mishchilu, if you had already began doing it, Mafsikin, you do not need to stop. Then the end of the Mishnah says Mafsikin Kriyashma, you have to stop for Kriyashma, and then it said the Mafsikin Tfila, but you wouldn't have to stop for Tfila for Shemana Esrei. So the Gemara says, you know, of course you don't have to stop for Shemana Esrei. That was the beginning of the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, a person started taking a haircut, you don't have to stop for Mincha. You don't have to stop. So the Gemara says, Seifa Asam Ladevetaira. The Seifa is telling us, Anudin is teaching us if someone is learning Taira. The Tanya we learned in Ebraisa, and we mentioned this briefly yesterday, Chaveirim Shahya Oiskim Ataira. They were learning Torah. Mafsikin lekriyishma. They would have to stop learning for kriyishma. But vein mafsikin letzvila. They would not have to stop learning to daven shman esrei. Now the Gemara says a caveat, very important. Don't take this and say okay, no more shman esrei if you learn all day. Am Rabbi Yochanan loishanu. This was only taught elak agonav shem benichai. The chaverav. So the Rashbi. What did the Rashbi eat? The Rashbi ate carbs for, for, uh, for all those years. That's all he ate. So he wasn't living Olam Hazetic a life. His whole life was Torah. So, that's all they did was learning. But we, we stopped for everything. We stopped to, to, to go here, to go there. We stopped Torah for many things in life. Of course, we would have to stop our learning for Kriyashma and for Davening. There was a Bryce that said the same way. Those that are Terasa Yumnasan, they would stop. They, I'm sorry, they wouldn't stop learning. They wouldn't even stop for Kriyashma. So you see that we're equating Shmanasri and Kriyashma. The Gemara says, no, Kitani Hahi. When was that taught? When there were those people that were figuring out, should we extend the year? Should we make a second Adar? Domer of Adabar Hava Vechintanu Sabi de Hagroina, Omer of Lazar Bat Sadik, Kishayinu Oiskin be Ibra Hashana Biyavna. We lived in Yavne, that the Sanhedrin moved to Yavne. If you look at the, uh, the history of the Korban Habay Sheni, so Sanhedrin moved to Yavne as Abyechim and Zakai asked the, uh, the uh, Emperor of Rome, his, 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 uh, his son, Teli Yavne Vechachamel. So Yavne was where the Sanhedrin was. So if you look, we didn't stop deciding the Ibrushana for Kriyashma for Tzila. However, even if a person is Tarasayum Nasai, they would have to stop for Kriyashma. So I mentioned in the Dafyomi uh, question chat, we have a raya to this. So Chaim Kutov had two, had another raya. Chaim Kutov's raya was 
you look in the Haggadah, it says that they that uh, Rabbi Seinu Hagiyazman Lakriyashma Shal Shal Shachar. They were saying the Sipur Itzias Mitzrayim the entire night, so they had to stop for Kriyashma. So that's one raya, even though they were learning, perhaps. Another raya is Rabbi Yudhanasi. He would stop middle of, in the middle of Shir, he put his hand on his face. That's the source we have for actually covering our eyes when we recite Kriyashma. And he would stop in the middle of Shir to say Kriyashma. He only said the first Pasuk, so the Gemara says that was Kriyashma Shir Rabbi Yudhanasi. But either way, Halach Lamaisa, I don't think anyone in our generation is on this level of not stopping, or, or, or sorry, of stopping sorry, of, of refraining from davening in order to keep learning Torah. So for everyone else, there's, as we said yesterday, Zman Tfil L'chod, Uzman Torah L'chod. Zot, the next Mishnah. So this Mishnah strings together many halachas de Rabbanan. So we're going to see, there's, they're all gzeros. Some of them have nothing to do with the other. The first one, Le'yetzi hachayet b'machtoi, the tailor cannot walk out with his needle, Samach L'chashecha, right around when it's getting dark, Benashmash's time. Why? Shema, perhaps, Yishkach Vietze. Maybe he'll forget and he'll walk out on Shabbos carrying the needle. So there's a discussion. We check our pockets. There's an Indian of checking your pockets uh, on Shabbos. The Gros says every single time you're walking outside, you should check your pockets. The Minig is brought down to do this by Boy of Ishalim. When you uh, when you when you sing when you daven Kabbalah Shabbos, you should check your pockets. There's a question: What if you have, live in a place that has an Eruv? Maybe you're checking it for Muksa. Whatever. Next. So first first din the Rabbanon is leitzei chayv amatoi samachashecha shem yishkach viyitzei because he might walk out and v'loy halavlor and the lavlor we just mentioned before if all of if all the people were lavlorim lavlorim is a cipher a scribe he should not walk out b'kol moisa with his uh, quill. On Arab Shabbos, right around the time it gets dark, because he might end up carrying on Shabbos. So that's one halacha. Next, a person should not remove lice from your begadim, from your clothing. We'll see exactly why not. It seems like you're killing the, li- the lice. Is that a problem? Is that the tilas neshama? We will discuss that at the uh, at the proper time. I think tomorrow's daf. And and you should not read to the light of a ner. A ner does not mean a uh, a light in your room. It means a ner, a candle. And we all know this. Shemayates a ner. A person might not be able to read what he's trying to figure out what, what it says. He's, let's say this was a candle. So you're gonna you're gonna tilt the candles to get more oil onto the wick, and that's called havara uh, on Shabbos. So don't even read laar because you You might end up tilting the ner. The MS Amru, in truth, they said a chazan, the uh, someone who was running the pirche there, Raya Hechan Tinoikos Karan. He's allowed to to look at, he could use the candle to see where the Tinoikos are reading from, where the children are reading. Avalhula Yikra, but he himself cannot actually read. There's the same gzera that he might tilt the candle. Kayotze boy, in a similar way, in a similar concept of hachakos, of distancing one, one from doing. Anissa Daraisa, there's a concept of hachakos midrabanan. So we said you can't read la'ar haner. There's another halacha. Lo'yoichal hazav im hazava. Someone who's tame from zav, he should not eat with a zava. Can't eat on the same table. Bepnei hergal avera. Because he, end, he might end up with kalos roish. They might end up having a bia. And there'll be an isra daraisa to have a bia together. By the way, this is the source. Perhaps not all the Rishonim learn this. Some Rishonim learn this is the source. In the Mishnah, for this concept of hachakos, we know that uh, a married couple, so this man that the woman is an ida, they have to have, have to be noyeg hachakos. So perhaps this is the source. So the Gemara here does go weiter and explain 
different different halachas that we know as Simon Kuftzadi Hay and Hilchas Nida. So we'll discuss it as we get to it. Okay, Tanan Hasam. We looked at the Mishnah. Now it seems like we're just going to bring in other sources for this concept of Gzeiras Derabanan. We looked at a mission in Erevin, that sadly test, Layamud Adam Rishusayachid, a person should not stand in Rishusayachid, Vyishta Rishusarabim. Don't stand in Rishusayachid and lean over into, sorry, yeah, and lean over into Rishusarabim and take a drink of Petel in a cup and drink it in Rishusarabim, even though you've never transferred into Rishusayachid, and once you swallow it, that's not called carrying anymore. And you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do that. What's the gzera? So Rashi explains. A person's going to forget. You're going to forget. Uh, you're going to bring the cup towards you. You're going to lean back. And all of a sudden, you took your, your petel drink from Rashus Harabim and you brought it into Rashus Yachin, and now you're taking a drink. So, therefore, even if you're not planning on doing that, you should not lean in to the other Rashus and take a drink. However, Aval, if you put your entire guf, or at least right, you put your head and most of your body into the place where you're drinking, so then you did something so dr- drastic, you will remind yourself by where, where you're situated that I'm not going to go lean back and drink. Mutter, you're a mutter to drink it in that place. Okay? Then the Mishnah, then this Brisa says, or this Gemara says, V'chein begas. And the same thing applies to a gas, to a wine press. Fine, that's it. Seemingly, you have the same halacha when it comes to a wine press, that you should not be leaning over it on Shabbos. We're going to explain which rishos is this wine press. What exactly are we talking about when we say wine press? Okay, next. Iboy Lili asked the following Shiloh. Carmelis Mai. We were discussing when... When a person is standing in either Rishus HaYachet or Rishus HaRabim, and the beverage, the cup of soda, the cup of Petel, is in the other Rishus. And that's either Rishus HaYachet or Rishus HaRabim, where, where logically, if a person makes a mistake and he ends up caring, he's being over an Isra Deraisa, or Vaitza from Rishus HaYachet to Rishus HaRabim, or vice versa. So Yibayalu, they ask the following Shiloh, Carmelis Mai. What would the halacha be? If you, the drink is in the Carmelis, or you are in the Carmelis, or, or, or you're in the Carmelis, where at most, if, even if you make a mistake, you'd only be transferring from a Carmelis to either Rishos HaYachad or Rishos HaRabim, and that would only be in a Sidra Banan. So the Gemara says, Hihi, same Malacha, no difference, Rishos HaYachad, Carmelis, either way, same Gezeira, you cannot be drinking in one place while your body is in the other place. We are afraid that you're going to bring the cup back towards you and carry on Shabbos. So Rava Amma, Rava says, no, he gufa gzera. The whole problem, even when Rishus, even uh, even just carrying in a Carmelis, is a gzera that I might carry from Rishus Yecha to Rishus Rabbim. Va'ana nekum make another gzera. That even if you're not planning on carrying from Carmelis to Rishus Rabbim, just because I'm drinking from, from a uh, from, from the other Rishus, I might carry. And even if I do carry, it's only Xera. So this is a classic uh, question of Xera, Xera. So I'm Rabaya. Abaya said, you're right. However, I'll bring you a proof that I'm right. Mina Aminullah, how do I know that we do not differentiate between Carmelis and Rishus HaYachid when it comes to this halacha? Now you can ask, what about this concept of Xera, Xera? So you'll see, you'll see Rashi and Beitza and many places in Shas that... Either we say it's one long gzera, or there's other uh, other times where we say that kula gzera achasi, or 
Kachtiknu Chazal, where we do not say that it's a good question of Gzeir Lugzeira. Sometimes we do have Gzeir Lugzeira. Fine. Amr Abayah. So Abayah says, where do I know, Halacha Lamaisa, that you cannot do this drinking business even if you're in a Carmelis, and it would only be at most on this because the Mishnah said, the same halacha applies by a gas, by a wine press. My gas, what exactly is the wine press? If the wine press is, has a regular dinner, so what's the chiddush? Tanina, you just taught that on the brysa. If a gas is v'shosayachid, I can name you dozens of cases that are v'shosayachid. Don't tell me v'chein begas. And the same thing applies to someone's house. Same thing to someone's sukkah. Same thing to the top of someone's car. I can find you dozens of cases that are v'shosayachid. So that can't be. And v'shosayachid, Tanina also, it says, v'yamad v'shosayachid v'yishtab v'shosayachid. So what must this gas be? Elolav, it must be caramelis. So however you figure out in Lundus why why they were made a gzera on a caramelis, either loy plug, at the end of the day, I have a proof from this Mishnah. When the Mishnah says v'chein begas, the same halacha applies, that you can't be drinking from the gas when you're in a different rishos. Obviously, it's telling me a chiddush. I already know I already know from Rosh to Rosh it must be gas is even co- coming to include even a Carmelis. That is Shitas Abaya. Rava Amar Rava says, nothing nothing doing here. The Chain Begas has nothing to do with Shabbos. The Chain Begas means the Halachas of a Gas. What's the Halachas of a Gas? A Gas is a wine press, the Indian Meiser, when it comes to Meiser. The Chain Amar the chain begas lady meiser has nothing to do with hilchah shabbos. Has to do with meiser. What is meiser? What does it have to do with anything? It's not learned in the mishnah. So the halacha is when a person when when you separate when when you have a chiv to separate separate meiser that obligation only comes when the product is considered finished. When you have a finished product, it's either in the in the silo, it's already uh, you know on its way to packaging. When it's called finished, that's when you have a chiv of meiser. So minatayra, if it's not a finished product yet, you're allowed to eat it in the fields. You're allowed to eat it as long as it's not finished yet. That's midaraisa, midarabona, and there's xera that you can't, you cannot eat a achilas keva on items even if they're not finished yet. That's what we had uh, the discussion in, in the earlier in brachos about animals eating it, bringing it, you know, different ways into your house. Okay. So the time looked in the, in the Mishnah. Shoisin al hagas, you're allowed to drink uh, wine when you're leaning over the gas, but you never meaning there's a wine press and let's assume there's open pipe and you're just leaning in and you're drinking like a water fountain. You're drinking wine from the source, from from the gas, from the wine press. No problem. The time shoisin al hagas, as long as you didn't take a cup and 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 uh, remove it from the equipment, you're just leaning over and drinking. No problem. Dain al hachamin, because obviously this is considered. First of all, it's not finished yet, and it's called achilas aray. That's an aray type of drink. If you would take a glass, swirl it around, sit down with your friends and drink it, so that's called a, that's called a shtiyas keva. But leaning over and drinking it like a water fountain, no problem. So shoysin alagas now bein alacham and whether you diluted it with hot water, which we're going to see ruins the wine, bein alatzoni. Whether you diluted it the typical way with cold water, still if you drink. You're, no problem. Upater, it's putter from Meiser because it's a shtias arai. It's a it's not a, uh, a chashiv way to drink it, and it never went from the wine press to, to the barrels where it would it would age, and that would be the the next step of finishing it before it's proper 
expensive wine. So therefore, it's putter. Divrei Rabbi Meir. So Rabbi Meir holds, no problem. You'll have to drink the wine leaning over the wine press. Rabbi Lozer Rav Tzadik Mechaev. Rabbi Lozer says, no, it's still Chaev. Because once I was moizigit, once I added some water to it, now I already made it uh, drinkable. So that so, so I'm already Chaev in my depends. If you added hot water to it, chayiv, chayiv and meiser. Why is this? Rashi explains that chamin, hot water, ruins the wine. Or at least it would ruin the other wine. If you would pour back in, so let's say you took a cup of this flowing wine in the wine press. You look at it, now you add some hot water. So if you would return this back to production, rework, it would kill the equipment, it would ruin the entire batch of wine. So there's no way you're returning this. So at that point, the Chacham say, now we can't say you, you drank it prior to it being finished. For this cup of wine, it's done already. There's nothing more you could do to it. You can't pour it back. So Allah Chamein, you'd be Chayev. Ba'alat Soinin, on cold water, you can add it back. You can throw it back in, rework into the, into the, the gas, it will not ruin the wine. So therefore, putter, you, if you want, you can put it back. There will not be a problem. Okay, so what's this whole discussion? So, so what do we see from here? So according to Rubble, when the Mishnah says, that leaning over is not, is not, is a, uh, it has the same halacha. So Rubble is saying that there's no gzera of, of reshuyos, when it comes to a gas, let me just explain it. The only time, our mission is telling us the only time that there's no gazera when you're standing in area A and leaning over into area B is when you have roishay verubay. When you literally have you're, you're leaning your entire body, most of your body into area B. So we said that's not a problem. You're allowed to drink in a, in that rishos because you're gonna remind you're gonna remind yourself don't lean back. So the same halacha applies. By a gas. So Rav is telling me that when it comes to a gas, there's no gzera derabon and I'm going to lift it back up. Now think about it. If I take it in a cup and I bring it back to my rishos, so that's that's a that's a shtiyas keva. So I have to literally be leaning over, like a uh, you know someone leaning over to drink from the water fountain, from the wine fountain. That's the only time that we're going to say that's considered a shtiyas aris. When the Mishnah said v'chein begas has nothing to do with hilchas shabbos, don't bring me a raya. Regarding Kamalis, it's literally only telling me halacha when it comes to Meiser that when we say that you're that drinking from a gas is derashtia, we're gonna learn out from our Mishnah that it depends how you're drinking. When you're leaning over, that's called there's no gazera drabana, that's a shtias alright. If however you're not leaning totally, you're just holding it and you're gonna drink, that would not be called a shtias aray, and then it will be chayev in Meiser. Okay, that's the first part of the uh, of this Gemara. Tanan, we have we learned in the Mishnah, Some Achayit should not go out with his machat, with his needle, right around the time it's going to get dark. I'm sorry, He'll forget that it's Shabbos and he'll be carrying on Shabbos. So the Gemara says, My love did chuvaloi It's tocha meaning he's not actually carrying it in his hand. It's stuck onto his, uh, his, his, uh, his collar, his lapel, and we still say it's a gzera. So you see from here that we do make gzera l'gzera. So it's a kasha and rava rava had this whole shtickle taira that we don't do gzeras l'gzeras, and he was forced to say the chain uh, is talking about meiser 
What do you mean? Our Mishnah itself tells me an example of Xerol Xera. Why is it Xerol Xera? The only time it arises that a person is high for carrying on Shabbos is if you hold it in your hands, you hold it the typical way. However, you stick it into your beggar, that's not a typical way to carry it. So then, you will not be chayv midaraisa. So we're going to make xera that you should not walk out before Shabbos because you might end up you might end up carrying it on Shabbos. Even if I carry it on Shabbos, it would only be in a sidra banan. So, so it's a kashan rabbi. Why? Why is it a sidra banan for? Because that's not the way people. That's not the iser haitzah. Iser haitzah on Shabbos is carrying it in your hands. As of now, we're, the Gemara is going to explain this derech of wearing it. We'll get to that. But we're assuming now the only time there's an iser daraisa of carrying on Shabbos is when a person is carrying it in his hands. But if it's stuck onto his lapels, there's no iser. So the Gemara says, Tashma, I'm sorry, Loi, no, Dinaka Lebiade. The case was, Dinaka Lebiade, he is Taka was holding it. When we say, it means Dinaka Lebiade. He's actually carrying his needle. Tashma. Let's see a raya to Abaya. We, we bring out the following raya. It says, That a, uh, a chayet should not walk out with his macha that's stuck onto his baguette. So my love, we're talking about Be'er of Shabbos. And still, there's a iser that you might end up carrying in a Shabbos. So it's xera lexera. The Gemara says, Lo, no, kitaniahi. That raya was b'Shabbos. That was talking about Shabbos. It's only one gzera. So maybe we do not make xeros le xeros. Vehatanya lo yitzia chayet v'machtoi hatchuva v'bigdoi be'er Shabbos im chashecha. There it clearly says be'er Shabbos im chashecha, and it says lo yitzia chayet v'machtoi hatchuva v'bigdoi. So even though it's not Shabbos yet, and he's not going to be holding it in his hands, so you still see that there's a xera. Why don't we see the same kasha rava xera le xera? So the Gemara says, Hamani, who is the author of this brisa? Rabbi Yehudihi, it's Shitas Rabbi Yehuda, the Amar Uman. When you have a Uman, you have a plumber, you have someone, a craftsman, that derech umnasai, when you carry something the typical way, you carry it, chayev, you'd be chayev. So there's a Shiloh regarding walkie talkies. Hatzalah members in New York, they try not to be over Yisurim Daraisa. So the question is, is carrying a walkie talkie on your on your belt, is that called derech umnasai? So this is the Gemara. Rabbi Yehuda Aimer, Rabbi Yehuda says, that Rabbi Yehuda he the Amar Uman Derech Umnasei Chayev the Tanya Leitzi Achayet Achayet Shnako Out B'Machdoi Hatchuvah LeBigdoi with a needle that's Tchuvah LeBigdoi it's it's uh, stuck into his uh, his jacket V'Loi Nagar B'Kesam and the uh, carpenter should not walk out with his um, I forgot what Kesam is it's a uh, some type of uh, some type of tool. Sheba Azna Veliyetzi Soirik B'Meshicha. He should not a Soirik, someone who combs uh, wool, should not go out with his comb or his uh, his string. Sheba Azna in his ear. I guess they put put something in the ear. They were a ruler or something. Velei Gardi Beira and the one who who weaves things should not go out with his uh, with his ira. Sheba Azna. That's some type of wool they used to keep in their ear. Velei Saba and the painter should not go out with dugma. Sheba Tzavari holding uh, his samples. The samples of paint, and the money changer, with coins in his ear, if he goes out, when it's a uman, it depends who it is, a uman, that's how he carries it all, all week, so then he's chayiv, even though he's not holding it in his hands, but everyone else, 
would be potter. So you see from here, it's Rabbi Yehuda Lashitasai. Rabbi Yehuda holds that even though he's not holding it in his hands, as long as that's a typical way of carrying it, he would be chayev. We have one brisa that says hazav azav out So they used to have some type of kiss that would be like their bedika cloth to check to see if they saw ziva vimyatsa if he did go out while he was wearing this cloth putter your putter from chatas I will usher is still usher midrabanan vitania we have another brisa that says you should not go out vimyatsa if he did go out chayev chatas. So you have two brises. One brisa says only us with our banan. The other brisa says chayiv chatas for the same activity. So an amarav yosef like hasha hara meir. One is shitas or meir that says as long as you're not holding it in your hand, you're potter. Hara Yehuda. This is the shita of Yehuda that holds that if it's the derech to, to do this, so the, so the for zav, it's typical for him to wear some type of cloth. But oisay makayim. During the week, so if he wears it on Shabbos like that, that would be the derech and therefore a zav would have a iser deraisa of carrying that on Shabbos. So Amalei Abaya, so Abaya said, Amor de Shamalei the Rameir. When did Rameir say your putter from Achatas? That's b'midi de lav haino arche. That's only something that that's not typically done, but b'midi de haino arche. But for a person that he always does this. Me shamali, does a mayor really hold your putter? Dila temahachi, elameata, hedyet shechaka kabe bakas, beshabbos. You have a hedyet, someone who's not an uman, and he put together a a kav, a piece of wood, bibakas, beshabbos, through a mayor, according to a mayor who holds that you're only, that you're chayev only when you carry, when you carry something that's done by the entire world. Since this is not a omnis, it's only, meaning it's a amateur work. So you're only chayev if it's how an expert would carry something. It makes no sense that whatever you, so even though your person's not an uman, he is a amateur at crafting things, if he carries his work on Shabbos, it should be the same thing. When a person is chaka kabbakas, so there's a iser deraisa of, of of building. I think I think that's the iser here. One second. I'm assuming the iser deraisa is either either cutting something or building on Shabbos. So even though it's not fancy, nobody would, would spend too much money on it. It's an amateur woodwork, but still, if that's how he builds. So that's considered for him building. So the same thing. If this is how you carry on Shabbos, of course a mayor would hold. If a person all, all week carries things a certain way, of course he would hold your chayev. So how could you tell me that a mayor would hold your putter? So the Gemara says, Elo Amrav Hamnuna Lekasha. It's not a kasha. Kan bezav baal shtei reiyos. The kan bezav baal shalish reiyos. The zav that saw two reiyos, me'ikara din, he has to see if... He, if he's going to see more, because if he sees three reiyos, he is going to be chayav a carbon. So in halacha, he must wear this beged. So for him, that's a must. But a zav bal shalish reiyos, who already knows he's chayav in a carbon, he does not have to wear this beged. So that's the machlekes. So when we when do we say you're chayav? That's when, that's when you, the zav saw two reiyos. 
He saw two Re'iyas, he's waiting to see number three. So then he's, if he carries it on Shabbos, he's chayyim, because he must be wearing this cloth, and that's, that's the way it has to be done. And therefore you're chayyim. But a Zav, Ba'ashalosh Re'iyas, who doesn't have to be wearing it, so for him it's not called Haitzah, he would be putter. So the Gemara says, Ma'ishna Zav, Ba'ashalosh Re'iyas, T'chayyim, T'miboy Le'lebdika, because he has to check, Zav, Ba'ashalosh Re'iyas, someone, Zav, Ba'ashalosh, if a Zav saw three Re'iyas, Na'mimiboy Le'i, he also needs to be wearing this baguette. For what? For Shivanakiyam. The Sphira, a Zav. We know a Zava needs Shivanakiyam. So a Zav also needs Shivanakiyam. That's actually learned from each other. So if a Zav needs Shivanakiyam, he's going to have to uh, wear this baguette as, as a Badika. So why are you differentiating between a Zav that's so Shtabriyas and Shalashriyas? They're both the same halachic need to wear this baguette. If they have to wear this baguette, so then this becomes the derech. If this becomes a derech, they'd be chayev. So how could you have one bride to tell me you're putter? In both situations, they would be chayev. So the Gemara says, it must be talking about It's talking about where they're wearing it that day. They saw it Monday, they saw it, they saw it's not dam, well, zava would be dam, but you're talking about a zav, they saw a ziva. Monday morning, and now they, they're wearing this baguette. So when they're wearing this baguette, it doesn't help as a badika. It's worthless. You need to have shiva nakim. You need to have seven clean days. That means full entire days. So by wearing this baguette, the day of seeing, Gornish Kahelfen regarding halacha. The Gemara is going to ask, and we'll stop here. The Gemara is going to ask, they're wearing it anyways to protect themselves, and we'll get into wearing rain covers on your hats, and women wearing pads on Shabbos, doing a moichdachuk and walking outside on Shabbos. There are different shilas that do come up. But right now, we only assume that when there's a halachic reason to wear it, that becomes the, uh, that's called haitzah. When there's no halachic reason, one will be putter from haitzah. Okay, shkoyach guys for, uh, for, uh, for doing this together. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay.